And welcome to the Coast to Coast podcast, episode two. I am your co-host, Beyond716, joined by none other than a man who needs no introduction, Whittle 2K. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you doing, man? Doing great on this Friday. Hey, you know what, Whittle? We've been talking about last season. It feels like a nauseam. We are one more sleep away from the official, we see the 2023 version of the Buffalo Bills on the field tomorrow. 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. for us West Coasters tomorrow. You can watch it on locally, Buffalo's CBS, and on NFL Plus. Are you ready? And if you and and if you can't get it there, uh, just you know, highlight me on the back channel. I have some ways that you can get the stream. They may not all be legal, but you can still get it. So we'll talk about yeah, that. We're doing le- legal streams, right? Well, oh, of <laughs> course, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, listen, uh, all right, so. We're, with, with that being said, um, in addition to the logo, we'll talk about that later, but we have a limited amount of time with our uh, special guests. We have uh, Megan Hall coming in. She is a writer for the uh, Colts Wire. She is a Colts fan. She represents for the shoe. Very, very, uh, very, very big uh, account on Twitter. Um, she has a nice little, she has a nice following. And if you need information about the WNBA, she is the go-to individual on Twitter. I guarantee you. And she can chop it up with the big boys on Twitter. She holds her own. She knows what she's talking about. So without further ado, we're going to bring Megan Hall to the uh, to the pod right now. How are you, Megan? What's going hey, on? Megan. What's going on? Living the dream. Living the dream. All right. All right. Uh, welcome. You are... The first official guest on this pod. This is a this pod is a baby. It's uh this is the third episode. So you know, um, you know, we're 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 trying to pick up. We're trying to pick up the baton. You know, you 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 led the way. You know, you're leading the way right now with your pod with the ladies. You know, um, I'll let you plug all of your information and things like that. But I wanted to welcome you and um, you know, just tell uh tell the viewers a little bit about yourself. And um, and then we'll get into the uh, to the Colts, and then we'll get to the game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, don't feel ashamed at all. Like starting a podcast is no small feat. It is really tough. I don't think people understand just how much goes into planning a podcast and then not only recording but producing one. So give yourselves a pat on the back for that. Um, but I actually write for Colts Wire with USA Today. Um, I had the pleasure of going to training camp yesterday, which was a really cool experience to be able to do uh, live and in person. Uh, get to see a lot of the players, obviously, and get you know real up and close and personal with uh, you know um, Colts' top draft pick with Anthony Richardson. So that's really cool. Um, definitely, it provides a little bit of unique perspective for my writing, which is great to be like, yeah, I was there in person and saw certain things. Um, so there's that. Um, I also do coverage for uh, the Atlanta Voice, which is the um, it's the oldest standing black owned newspaper here in Atlanta. Uh, so I'm doing beat writing for them, uh, covering the Atlanta dream, which has been a phenomenal thing to do uh, this season, getting, you know, getting to be a part of the WNBA. I look forward to doing a lot more there. Um, and then finally I have my own media company called hall about sports. So you probably heard the hall about sports podcast, which is a part of that. Uh, plus the brand includes covering the Atlanta dream. I've covered, uh, Atlanta United, um, covering the Atlanta Vibe, which is the newest volleyball team here in Atlanta. They are a pro volleyball team indoor. Um, so I just did a tournament for beach volleyball. Uh, was that last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. Um, and uh, during that tournament, the Atlanta Vibe made their announcement for the team name, logo, all of that. Had a really good time uh, chopping it up with the head coach, uh, some of the upper leadership from the league, uh, as well as one of the um, – one of the franchise players or one of the players who we think will probably be a franchise player. Her name is Tori Dilfer. You might know that last name from Trent Dilfer because that is her dad. Um, so oh, wow. really, really, yeah, really, really cool uh, meet up to, to get to meet with them. That's going to be a fun thing. I'm hoping to do that in January. I also got to meet their CEO as well, which is a very, very nice guy named Al Law. Um, super, super fun time. So yeah, doing some big things. That's what's up. That's what's up. You are very, very Absolutely. busy. I- 
<laughs> I'm, I'm just so happy that you could, uh, you know, find some time to to talk to us, man. I pre- really do appreciate it. But um, you know, I know we have a limited, I know we have a little bit of a little bit of time with you, so I just want to get right into it. Uh, last year, disappointing season for the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor injured. Uh, Shaquille Leonard injured. Um, you know. I want to say some inconsistent play on the offensive line. Um, <laughs> That's being generous. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I liked I, I liked a lot of things that you guys did. I liked the Raymond pick. Um, Q Q is you know Q is a staple on that interior. Uh, Kelly, another another solid player. Um, but if you could just talk to us a little bit about the offensive line, I just went I just went and did a little bit of research uh, today. PFF had you ranked 18th last year at the end of the year, which is, I mean, it's not horrible. It's not horrible. 18th is certainly a lot better than where Buffalo was ranked. I think we were like 26th or 27th or something like that. Garbage. Just garbage. Garbage. um, I mean, the the Colts offensive line went through quite a bit, right? Like you had you had some guesses on that offensive line. And I say guesses in terms of some assumptions were made that the play of uh, other players on the line would be absorbed by your staple pieces, would be absorbed by Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, and Braden Smith. Um, so Chris, you know, Ballard admitted at the end of the season, like, hey, I kind of made some, you know, assumptions here and it didn't really work out. Um, so, you know, Bernard Raymond had to be thrown into the fire, essentially. I think it was week five with the Broncos, which is really tough to do against a Broncos pass rush, but he held his own. You know, he eventually started down the stretch of the season and believe it or not, he was actually the best player on the line <laughs> for the entire season, which, which is crazy. Uh, he's a rookie. So he, you know, he, he did well. Um, I think outside of that, that right side was really brutal. Uh, they were trying so hard to get Matt Pryor to play anywhere across the line. He was just a liability all the way through. Um, you had uh, Will Fries, who was your starting right guard for nine games. Um, and he did formidable, but it's really to be seen, like whether or not Fries is going to be the starting right guard. Braden Smith was injured, um, you know, on and off. And he just always, he hasn't, well, he also hasn't looked like himself really um, because of the injuries. So it's just, it was a lot going on. Um, and because they like were so discombobulated in that way, like it showed up on tape. You saw a lot of fumbles. You saw a lot of uh, fumbles that either, you know, hey, were strip sacks or whatever else because they were allowing so much pressure. Um you know, Q is a staple, but certainly had his uh, his worst year in a Colts uniform. Uh, Ryan Kelly also has not been playing well to his standards since 2021, which led to him being on as a potential trade candidate this offseason. Um, they ultimately end up, you know, of course, keeping him. But yeah, this offensive line still has some some things to figure out. Um, and I think you'll probably still see it, you know, be tweaked a little bit here um, with the addition of Blake Freeland, who was a rookie that Colts drafted this year. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, we uh, yeah. I, I did a lot of so I don't know if you saw uh, any of the stuff that we we talked about on uh, Twitter, but um, I, I do a very very deep dive into the rookie class. Uh, so Braden Smith was one of my favorites from his draft year. Um, you know, these are a lot of a lot of the guys that we're going to talk about right now are people that I looked at for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Blake Freeland, BYU, yes, athletic athletic monster. Athletic yeah. monster. Um, yeah. Technique, not really great. Uh, was good in college, wasn't great, but the potential is there. He's got all the tools. And it reminds me a lot of the pick that you guys made last year with uh, Raymond. You know, not mm-hmm. a lot of technique, lot of not a lot of history, but um, the athletic, the, the, the build, the makeup, the, the size, the um, – the the arm length, you know, all of the, all of the things that you want in an NFL tackle, he has. So it's just yeah. about getting the technique, getting those uh, those game reps. Um, man, what a draft class though. Uh, 2023 was very good to the Colts yeah. as far as the draft. Anthony yeah. Richardson, my favorite quarterback in the draft. Julius <laughs> Brents, my Juju, second yeah. favorite corner in the draft. Josh Downs. My favorite wide receiver in the draft, and I mean the list goes on. You guys got uh, you should just, a. just come be a Colts fan. It's up. fine. I, I can't do that, but I loved. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try it. Adam Tom, 
Adatomiwa. So double Adabawa. A is probably the, the yeah. Double A yeah. is probably the easiest way. Adabawari out of Northwestern. I mean yeah. six three, six six three, six two, uh 200 280, 290 pounds. The guy yeah. ran a sub four five forty, strong, quick. Every, like everything you want in an absolute game wrecker on either the inside or the outside. People are talking about, you know, um, Kalaja Kansi. Oh, he might be the next Aaron Donald. No, this kid has everything he needs to be that he, everything you need to be the next Aaron Donald. He has, it. he's got speed. He's strong. He's got size. He can get leverage because he's not too tall. I, he has everything. He can play on the inside. He can play on the outside. He can beat you with strength, bull rush. I, I mean, go watch his tape from Northwestern. Absolutely amazing. I love the Evan Hall pick, late round pick, uh, yeah. big back. He is excellent huge, pass blocker. You know, he's going to get you to stuff. Yes, he's tough yard. Yes, yes. I love your draft. Even Jalen Jones, corner, late draft draft pick. A and M, right? I think it was A and M. Jalen Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Side speed reminds me of all of the uh corners that the Chiefs took the year before. And those guys played big minutes in the Super Bowl. So I mean big snaps in the Super Bowl in the playoffs. So um yeah, I'm I mean, I don't want to talk too much about your team because it's your team <laughs> and I, I'm you know, but I, I do I get excited, man, when we talk about these draft picks because I've done the research. I've, I've looked into these guys and, you know, and it's just, it's, it's beautiful to see it coming full circle, you know? So yeah. if you could just yeah. take a few minutes to talk, like, what did you, what are you noticing? Are, are we going to see Julius Brent's lined up on the outside early or, or what? Well, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting. So this quarterback room has taken obviously some shifts through the off season, right? You lost Stefan Gilmore, you lose Brandon Faceon back to, uh, to Las Vegas, uh, you lose Isaiah Rogers. So who the heck's going to play where is still the question. I think what you want to look more so for is who's going to step up. And I would look at Darrell Baker Jr. Um, he was picked up last year. He was a practice squad guy and then elevated to the active roster. He has been listed um, at the top of the depth chart, the first unofficial depth chart. Um, and he's been all over camp, which is great to see, especially because, again, Chris Ballard kind of made the business decision. It was like, hey, we're going young at corner, which is why you didn't really see them pick up any veteran corners and free agency. Um, so I think that obviously Brent is going to be in that mix. I mean, you don't draft him that high for him not to be in the mix. Right. Um, and you really I mean, you kind of got away with where you did grab him. I think that grabbed him at 44. I might be a little off there. Um, but, uh, but you know, he was available at 35 where the Colts were initially picking and, you know, they were still able to come back and get him, which was nice. Um, I think as far as players that I saw, I mean, Josh Downs, Oh my goodness. Like that, that is a, he's going to be special. Let me say that. Like he is a smaller wide receiver. He's not huge, right? He's not your typical six foot plus wide receiver, big body guys that, um, that Chris Ballard likes. But right. for his height, he's about 5'9", 170-something yep. pounds. Yep. He plays really well, like really well for his size. You would think that he would get lost in traffic, but he somehow pops out the other end like he's been there the whole time. Um, so that was really interesting to see in person. And he's, I mean, he catches everything. Like there was not a ball yesterday that was thrown that he did not catch. Um, and whether it was from, you know, from Minshew or I think there was maybe one or two plays that he caught from Richardson, but he was mostly working with Minshew yesterday. And he just, I mean, the kid just catches everything. So he's, you know, he's going to be really good. He's also had been building some rapport with Richardson early on from rookie minicamp. So that was really good to hear and see. Um, in my opinion, I don't like comparing players a lot, but he reminds me a lot of T.Y. Hilton. Um, you know, T.Y. is a smaller body wide receiver, yeah. but played really big, right? And he he was able to uh, to get his add some longevity really to his career by being able to do that because that pick was not a popular pick when he was drafted. Um, it was like, what are you doing? Why are you picking these little small school guys? And as a smaller wide receiver, like what is happening? But he turns out to be, you know, one of the Colts, uh, Colts fans favorites. So, you know, I would love to, to see Josh Downs do the same. I think he's going to be great there. Um, outside of that rookie class, to think of anything, anybody that really stood out. Yeah. I think you mentioned Evan Holt. That, oh, that kid is huge. I'll get to Nick yeah. Cross in a second. He was also on my list. <laughs> but uh, okay. but Evan Hole is a big guy. Like, 
I walked right past him yesterday, and that kid is huge. Um, and I don't, he, I don't like calling guys thick, but he's a thicker back. Like he's he's solid. Um, he's got some solid thighs on him. He's got solid arms. He's just solid right through the middle. Um, he's like a little bowling ball. So, um, you know, I will be, oh, I'm excited to see what hold does. He caught several balls out of the backfield yesterday, which you, you kind of expect to see him do that. He did that at Northwestern as well. Um, I would not be shocked to see him get involved in special teams at all. He has that ability, which I think is probably part of the reason why he got drafted. Um, plus he's got a motor on him, uh, which is really great to see. Uh, Nick Cross has has a really big opportunity on his hands. Uh, he didn't get to play a whole lot last season just because uh, Rodney McLeod, his veteran guy, but you know his play was was that great that you know he ended up starting for 15 games. So really gave Cross time to develop and kind of learn. He played a lot of special teams. Now he's getting that time, uh, and they're asking him to play. You know, of course, safety. And one of the things he talked about was, hey, it requires a lot of communication a lot of me knowing not only what my role is but what everybody on the defense's role is so i can communicate that out and that's a lot to put on your plate right i think that's part of the reason why you didn't see him a whole lot last season because he had to learn that so but he was making plays early on you guys might remember this in the buffalo game last year in the preseason game he came from uh left side of the field came down hit james cook like right in the box and completely blew up a play right so I, rem I remembered that because I was really high on the Nick Cross pick then. And I got really excited about that because I was like, okay, cool. Like, they're going to play this kid. And then they didn't end up playing him. So we'll see where he where uh, he lands this season. But I really think that they've got something special going there. Uh, I think the bigger thing, of course, is also the secondary staying healthy. Julian Blackman still coming back from injury. Um, and really, you know, and truly, like, you're going to see a lot of young talent. A lot. Darius Rush as well uh, and as a yep. corner. Uh, I mean, yep. Yeah, there's there's a lot of youth there, a lot of youth. So I, you know, I'll say this: I will not be shocked to see you know a lot of bigger plays you know thrown on the Colts because you've got these young corners, right? Like they're going to be tested often and early. So would not be shocked at all to see that. And I do want to throw this in there: you guys have a guy who I was I've been raving about for months. Osiris Torrance was a guy that I was in love with ever since yeah, uh, Senior Bowl, and I was mm -hmm. like, I, man disappointed not to see him in a Colts uniform that the fact that he was still there in the fifties, you know, you're in the pick fifties and, and nobody had picked him up. And I'm like, you cannot be serious right now. Like this dude's a mall. 59. 59. Exactly. We stole him. Yeah. We stole him. Steal of a pick. Honestly. Uh, but I had been raving about him since senior bowl. Like, Hey, this is a guy who I think could play either left or right guard. And he actually played both at senior bowl. Thought he did better on the right side. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Mahler would be really great in the run game as uh, so you have that to look forward to. He's got a really good size on him, uh, solid mass as well, uh, able to stay on his feet. Well, he's really quick on like that first step, first burst. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that he's going to be great for you guys. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, solid anchor that 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 quick that quick that quick first step of his. Uh, may result in some uh, early false starts but you know once he gets the time in there <laughs> probably I, I think he's going to be I think he's going to be a, a, a staple on this uh, offensive line but uh you mentioned the youth you mentioned the youth of the Colts and me personally I look at that as a very very exciting thing um the offensive line I think will play better this year um uh, I think I think it will be better this year uh, Quinn Nelson gave up what was it five sacks last year, and he mm -hmm. like that's the worst of his career. He's never done that before, so yeah. um, I think you guys will play a lot better. Coaching change, you guys get uh, Shane Steichen from the uh, from the Eagles to come Eagles. over, and he's gonna come over and he's gonna bring that offense that yeah. made Jalen Hurts into a. Uh, Top five player in the NFL 100. We can talk about that another time. Josh and Joe yeah. got snubbed, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, yeah, so, you know, with Shane Steichen coming over, he's bringing that RPO system. You have Jonathan Taylor. You have Evan Hall. You have big, powerful backs that you, that you can punish teams with running the football, and that's going to make play action and that RPO game so much more dangerous for a rookie quarterback like uh, Anthony Richardson, who is like if uh, Josh Allen and Cam Newton 
somehow were merged into a uh, into a a, a uh, beaker in a in a in a chemical in a chemical experimentation. This is what comes out. The quarterback yeah. for the Indianapolis Colts. This kid is big. He's strong. He's got a howitzer of an arm. He's yeah. fast. I mean, he can do everything you want on the football field. And I I just think what Shane Cycle was able to do with Jalen Hurts, I can only imagine how good the Colts are going to be with number one is young talent, where you have mm-hmm. a guy like Josh Downs who can get open in a phone booth, make you miss, and he catches everything. Then on the outside, you have a compliment and uh, a Michael Pittman, who's a bigger body receiver, uh, yep. you know, can run the slant, can win, can win 50-50 balls. You have Alec Pierce who can do the same thing. Oh, and by the way, has like four three four speed, can beat you down the field, <laughs> and he's huge. So yeah, you have those weapons. And then, oh, by the way, we're not done. We have a six foot seven, two hundred and sixty pound tight end in Jelani Woods, who also runs fast. Yeah, you guys are primed to be like, like, what do you expect? Like, what are your expectations from this coaching staff and this team going forward? Because I think, I think the future is super bright for you guys. Yeah, and that's where I'm looking for. I'm looking towards the future. Like this season, I'm not expecting a whole lot. Like I've got the Colts at six to eight wins. Like I would be shocked if they won more than that because I really think that you've got quite a bit uh, to go right you get a, a fairly younger team a lot of new faces the coaching staff is fairly new nine new faces on the coaching staff um you know i think for them it's more about can you not look like a hot mess express that you were last season um you know especially on the offensive side of the ball just completely dis- discombobulated inconsistent uh you know turning the ball over it just you know it's not great um i think for anthony richardson one of the things that i saw yesterday was that um the speed is certainly there. The speed is there. The acceleration is there because there was a couple of times where my eyes went, Oh, <laughs> um, you know, there was a couple of uh, plays where the play broke down and he just, you know, took off like that. Just, I mean, you could just see it mid play. He just kicked in and like ran. Okay, cool. Um, or you could see him, you know, kind of gently evade, you know, pressure that was coming his way. And I mean, he just did it so easily that you were like, Okay, this was anyone else like that. You they would have, I mean, it would have been a big scramble, right? For him, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll move over here. <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting. Um, honestly, to be to be honest with you. Um, I think for me, the biggest things are can you protect the football? Can you can you move the football, you know, 15, 20 yards at a time? Can players be used consistently? Can they be used in a way that highlights their talents? Jelani Woods is probably my sleeper of the of the year. And I'd probably go on an entire podcast talking about Jelani Woods. Um, but he is one of my one of my sleepers. I have one again, big guy, six seven, 256 pounds, like he's huge and can confirm in person huge um he and probably dan skipper the new offensive tackle they just signed uh that was a former mm-hmm. lion as well big guy six nine three thirty yeah. and he looks every bit of it yeah. um so yeah big guy so i think for them you got some really nice big targets alec pierce is gonna be fine he is doing the things that alec pierce does those 50 50 balls again speed saw it yesterday catch a ball take off like let's go like don't get him into open space because he's gonna be gone um, I think there was a really nice play as well to MPJ. It was like a um, corner of the uh, corner of the end zone is right side there. Really, really nice touchdown as well. Like I, I think you're going to see some nicer things for Richardson. I, I really would love to see him hone in those kind of short to intermediate passes. We saw a couple of passes yesterday um, to uh, Isaiah McKenzie that kind of were off the mark. Either they brushed a hand or either they, you know, went a little bit above. So a lot of that is timing and just getting that, you know, together. But it's a lot of it, in my opinion, was like just a little too much pepper on the ball there. Like just it just has to be a nice, you know, kind of float. But for him, you certainly see the 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 ball just jumps out of his hands with no issues. Like there was not a play yesterday that I saw where I was like, oh, he really had to heave to work to get that down the field, or he had, you know, he had to put some oomph into it to get it. No, the ball is just flying out. Um, so, you know, once they get him kind of reined in and get him learning, I think he'll be fine. Big things. Um, if you weren't able to see some of the, the coverage from yesterday was Shane Saka just challenged him like, hey, protect the football, get through your reads, through your progressions. Like they want to see what he's doing. So he is starting on Saturday, which is really great to see against the Bills. Um, but it's more so like, hey, 
we just want you to go out there, have fun, but we want you to play smart football too, right? That And that's going to be the biggest things that people are going to have questions about, especially because of his limited tape at Florida. That's 13 starts, not a whole lot. He didn't have a, a strong supporting cast the entire season, so he, he's definitely going to need that. Uh, and I and my hope is, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to throw it out here that Jonathan Taylor will be a part of that. That will be super healthy, uh, super helpful for your rookie, you know, quarterback who's trying to learn on the fly in a lot of situations and learn as he goes and learn his playbook. Yeah, that's right. uh, one thing I wanted to get at was Jonathan Taylor, right? I mean, I think this is the perfect opportunity to pay Jonathan Taylor while you have Anthony Richardson on your rookie deal, right? I mean, yeah. you look at this Colts roster, even just two years ago, this team was top 10 in points scored and against. Now, I know yeah. some of the rosters changed over, but you still got DeForest Buckner on this team. You still got, you know, Q on the offensive line. There's still really good pieces on this team, right? Yeah. And what a way to supplement who I think is the most polarizing player in this draft, Anthony Richardson, right? With an elite running back, I mean, just the things they can do in RPO and, and other things like that. And yeah. I just want to get a sense of the pulse of, of what the fan base thinks about it and in relation to your owner and some of the, you know, Jim Mercer, some of the comments, which I was a little taken back by, to be honest with you, because yeah. I felt this a little disrespectful towards Jonathan. And I and I just wanted to get your your thoughts on that. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Um, I had several people ask me like my thoughts, you know, here over the last couple of weeks. Got asked about it yesterday at training camp too. What do you think? Um, I think for me, you're seeing a very different Jonathan Taylor, right? You're seeing a guy who is by all accounts, you know, very much a team player, very much a like, you know, kind of blue collar guy, like, hey, the fans like him. Very, you know, kind of low key, like, you know, that sort of thing. This strategic move that he's made because he wants to get paid, I think is, is in my opinion, it's giving the fans a little bit of a pause because it's such a shift from the, what they know Jonathan Taylor to be. It's not necessarily a bad thing per se, but it's certainly a shift. And I think that's why most people are like, what is happening here? Like, this does not align, right? Um, so I think, here's what I think. I don't think anyone's wrong in this situation. I don't think Jonathan Taylor is wrong for asking money, right? He he's he has a right to do that. Um where I take issue is it being played out over social media. Love Jim Mersey. I have no issues with Jim Mersey, but you got to read the room, my guy. You got to read the room. He's responding to Najee Harris and his comments about the running back market while your, your star running back has his own thoughts about the running back market and he wants to be paid. And it's just not great, right? Like, it's not great timing. Then the agent gets involved and, you know, now it's this back and forth in between with the Colts and what's right and what's not. Taylor's, you know, now responding and saying, oh, it's not a back injury, but we know it's some sort of injury because you're still on the pup list and you still are not back, right? So there's a whole lot going on. And, I, you know, I said it on my podcast, so on a couple others as well, like, everybody sit down. Everybody calm down. Like, I need you all to act like adults here because this is, like, this is really messy. And for an offseason where you needed it not to be messy, you just needed to kind of calm because the Colts were a hot mess last season, you certainly wanted it to just be like, hey, cool, everybody, you know, everybody calm down. We got some new folks. We got a rookie quarterback. Like, we, we got other things to do. But instead, this this saga with – um with Jonathan Taylor is kind of taking over the offseason storylines in a way that you don't, you know, you don't want it to. So if, if I'm them, I do think the deal gets worked out. Um, I just think that it's not great in terms of having things, you know, over social media. Um, that is not, I'm not a fan of that. Like if I can be with you, I'm not airing it out to the timeline. Cause that one, that looks me look bad. It makes you look bad. And we're old we're grown enough to be able to just say like, Hey, you know what? I didn't like this or I didn't like that. And if we're, even if we don't agree, cool. Like I'm totally fine with that, but airing out your, you know, your dirty laundry on, on the timeline or, on, you know, on Twitter sphere or anything else like that. Like, it's not great. Like I equated it on our podcast too. you know, Hey, you just moved in a house and you invite the neighbor over because you know, like, Hey, yeah, we're nice over here. We're cool. Like, yeah, yeah, come say hi or whatever else. And your kids are out in the front yard, like fighting each other in the front yard. And so the neighbor gets this first impression of you is like, oh, okay. Yeah. They just let their kids fight in the front yard. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's such an awkward situation for fans to be in, to watch this happening in real time. And certainly his presence is, is, uh, is missed and it's felt Shane Steichen talked about it and said, Hey, you know, I hope he's back. You know, he's receiving treatment. We hope that he's back. But when asked, you know, hey, what kind of, you know, starting time we'll get or, or you know, hey, anything beyond like, hey, he's going to be back. He didn't really have an answer for it. And I think that's kind of where they're at right now. They're just kind of waiting to see like what happens. But I'll say this for Jonathan Taylor. It's not great timing either because the running back market has fallen off a cliff, uh, you know, ever since CMC got his deal. 
And then on top of that, you got injury history and you continue to have history. You're still dealing with the surgery that you had in January, which was only what, like a four to six week um, uh, recuperation time. And you're still having t- issues with that. And it's August. So that should, if, if I'm a team who was maybe potentially thinking about trying to like, see if the Colts would even entertain a trade um, that was in, you know, red flag to me. I'd be like, Nope, that's okay. We'll stay here. We'll stay put. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. I appreciate it. I I know we got to lose you now because you have another engagement. I just want to thank you for coming through. I appreciate it so much. Uh, We did go over time by a little bit with you, so I apologize for that, but we got to do this again. Uh, Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, Do you want to plug anything before you roll out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, First of all, like I said, thanks for having me on. And yeah, let me know when you want to do this again. I'd be happy to uh, provide any thoughts, whether it's on Colts or other NFL or, or, you know, WNBA, anything else like that. Uh, Happy to do that for you. Uh, But simple plug, just hallaboutsports.com. That's H-A-L-L aboutsports.com. All social media is there. All my writing is there. You'll see the podcast as well. You can go ahead and check that out. Uh, If you're following me on Twitter or on Instagram, it's it's I-T-S and it's Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N-L and then Hall, H-A-L-L. But yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks, Megan. Appreciate it. Thanks, Megan. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see you guys. All right. Later. Great meeting you, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. That was Megan Hall. Right. Excellent spot there, Whittle. So yeah, man. Overall thoughts on what you said about the Colts, real quick, just to sum it up. I mean, it's it's pretty much what you know. You know, as far as the players are concerned and things like that. Like, I think I think she and I were on the same page. Like, I think it's a very exciting. Obviously, as a fan of the team, you know, you're gonna. It, it means a little more to her than it does for me, but I remember mm-hmm. being right where she is. Like, I remember being in the spot that she's in in 2018 where we had this quarterback that had all these tools and, you know, we just didn't know which way it was going to go. And, um, you know, I expect him to come out tomorrow and I expect him to have a really good game. I expect him to have a good game. I expect him to make plays with his legs. I expect him to do things that we look at and say, I haven't seen like I, I I'm expecting to see the black Josh Allen. That's yeah. that's what I think. It, yeah. And and I, another personal thing before I'm I'm gonna shut up in a second. But um, <laughs> when I started looking into this kid uh, throughout the draft process, so I don't remember where I saw. I believe it was on YouTube. Um, and they did like I think it was it was somebody in somebody connected to the to the program in Florida did a story on his upbringing and like how he got to Florida this guy was sleeping in the car with his mother and his little brother and they got a yes they got it they got you know he got into Florida and you know they can play in the football team got the scholarship and all that other stuff and his mom was able to find a job uh, in Gainesville, and and uh, they have a place. They, they, you know, they had a place. And I'm, I'm sure they have a bigger place now. Now that you know he, he signed and got a sign up on it, things like that. But I am rooting for this kid so hard, man. I'm rooting for this kid because of his story, and I know because of his story, he is going to put the work and the effort in, and he is going to be great. He's going to be great. Yep. Like, I agree. and the rich get richer, bro. They went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, and now they're going to get this kid, and this kid's going to be a he's going to be great for them for the next ten to ten to fifteen years. He's going to be great. I agree. You know that story is great, Whittle, and that's you want to talk about adversity. How about sleeping in your car? Right? We talk about you know adversity of a game, stuff like that. Like that, I I, like if I were someone like him, I mean, there's not there's not much more adversity I can think of in life than something like that. So that is going to drive him. You know, she said something interesting. She says how he was taken off to run a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's other plays. That's what we saw to Josh in 2018. I mean, the biggest key they are 15 is that they surround him. I like the coaching hire they made. Right. I, I think yeah. the structures there, it's just the patience, you know, you're going to see some throws. She was like, wow, we're, you know, that's, it, it, it's stuff that only very, maybe two or three quarterbacks this league can throw. And then there's going to be plays you're going to be scratching your head like we did with Josh early in his career. Right. Yeah. So I think the key, as long as they stay, stay with him and just 
you know, don't mess with his head. Don't do things like, you know, when the Bills had Tyrod and we put in Nathan Peterman, like don't, don't do anything with A-Rod, Nathan Richardson. Just let him play and let him go through his rookie, you know, the speed of the game. Everything's just going to take a little time for him to, to process everything. And I think once, once it goes off, it, it's just, it's the, the sky's the limit for him. I agree with you. The be- the best part about what they got going on down there is that um, like these like a lot of that talent is on rookie deals, man. Jelani's on a rookie deal. Ar's on a rookie deal. Pierce is on a rookie deal. Uh, Nick Cross is on a rookie deal. All these corners that they got this year, rookies. Um, the offensive line, like half their offensive line, um, is still is like not expensive. It's not expensive. Quentin Nelson's making a ton of money. I think Ryan Kelly's getting paid pretty well. And then on a defensive line, Quiddy Pay still on his rookie deal. Um, Double uh, A, uh, Adebayo is on a rookie deal. You and you got uh, in the middle. You got um, DeForest Buckner. Uh, Buckner's yep. getting paid. Buckner's getting paid for sure. And I hope that they keep him because he's still fairly young. Uh, and, the, and the linebackers are still fairly young as well. Shaq is still uh, fairly young. He's got a he's got a ton of injuries uh, on, uh, under his belt right now. But man, mm-hmm. outside of that, they they've got a very young core and they're in a very winnable division. Um, you know, you give the I, I think in two years they're gonna they're gonna give Jacksonville and Tennessee and Houston everything that they want. I mean, it, like you ready for a fight because that it's gonna be hell trying to beat the, these Colts. In two years, yep. two years, this young talent, this young talent is going to come into its own all at the same time. And if Anthony Richardson just if he works, as, if he works hard in the offseason the way Josh did over his first few seasons, man, like that third year, that third year jump or that second year jump, it could be massive. And this team, you could be talking about this team, you know, potentially knocking off one of the big three in the AFC. I, I, I think that. The talent on that team is that good. It really is. Like they, they've got nothing but size, speed. I mean, ev- everywhere, everywhere. Evan Hall is a guy we talked. I talked about in the uh, draft process from Northwestern. I said he we did, needed a I bigger back. Why don't we go get this kid? He's he's a pass blocker. He can catch the ball out the backfield. He's got decent size. I mean, he's well, not decent size, decent speed, and he's huge. He's a load to bring down. He falls forward. Like I, I love that game, man. So to to be I mean, truthful, I, when the draft when the draft went off, I was almost praying that he Anthony Richardson was drafted by Carolina just to get him out of our conference. Right. Which is just yeah. another quarterback that we could potentially deal with that has that elite, you know, that has that 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 heart that you're talking about, that drive and the Josh level physical tools, which is a very, very rare combination. Right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. And it's exciting for tomorrow. We're gonna be able to see him, you know, against our Bills tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, front and center. I mean, yes, it's only preseason, but just, just to get that first glimpse is gonna be pretty exciting tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, you know, we we're gonna transition into you know the Buffalo Bills now a, a bit and just talk about how uh you know going into tomorrow, where we've still got some things that we need to, you know, finalize on this roster. Um, one thing when you have a, a, a team as talented as the Bills right now, uh, your roster is pretty set. Like, we know who's starting at safety. We know who's starting. You know, we know who's starting on the on the on the line. We know who our quarterback is. We know our receivers. Like, we we've got all of that down. You know, but there are still some battles. We got the corner, cornerback too. Oh, we lost we lost my buddy. All right, well, I'll wait for him to come back. Um, but we lost cornerback too, and uh, and um, yeah, we lost cornerback too. In the uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, we didn't lose cornerback too. What am I talking about? I'm sorry, I got I got thrown off a little bit. But um, cornerback two is the is the battle. And welcome back, Mark. You you good now? Maybe not. All right. Well. We'll 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 bring we'll bring Beyond back when he's uh when he's good to go. Um but uh yeah we cornerback two is a cornerback two all right he's good now. Cornerback two is I've been saying that like I, I've just said cornerback two for like the last 40 seconds there. Complete like straight cornerback <laughs> two, cornerback two, cornerback two, cornerback two. Yeah, so that's the big battle. Cornerback two is the big battle. Mm-hmm. 
and middle linebacker is a big battle in that defense. Um, I, I don't think we have any other battles. Well, we, would you think uh, slot receiver? I guess is is probably yeah. the, the battle. Yeah, and then I mean, is who's it, the last it, receiver we keep on the roster? Is it going to be Isabella or is it going to be uh, Justin Shorter? I, I can't think yeah. of anything else to be honest. I, I mean, we're, I mean, do do we run the risk of Justin Shorter being? Uh, Isaiah Hodges part two, where we lose him if we put him on the practice squad. No. I, I mean, listen, I'm not saying he's going to be that level of talent, but you, I'm talking I, more of losing him for, you know, if we do put him on the practice squad. Is that you heard what she happen? just said about Anthony Richards supporting cash? Anthony Richardson supporting <laughs> cash in Florida, right? Justin Shorter's from Florida, so she was talking about him. Um, yeah, you know, that, I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to him tomorrow. I big time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be paying attention to him tomorrow. Uh, Spencer Brown will play, I'm, I'm certain. So, I'm gonna be watching him. I'm gonna be watching that interior O line, uh, just the O line in general. And I really want to see what the, the defensive line is able to do. But yeah, shorter, shorter needs to uh, he needs to show something, man. He needs to show something because I agree. I, we do, took do, him in the do, fifth round, bro. Mm-hmm. And the fifth round We're, picks. I'm sorry. The fifth round no. picks that we um that we select usually pan out, man. I mean, Khalil Shakir was a f- fifth round pick, um, and uh, Milano was a fifth round pick. So, I mean, Kyle Williams, and, if you want to get him further back, right, was a fifth round. Wyatt, pick. We Wyatt Teller, Wyatt Teller was yeah, a fifth Wyatt round. Teller. Pick. Oh boy! Oh so, yeah, know. that's but, a sore um, subject but, for us Mills fans. Yeah, of course, of course it is. But yeah, man, I mean, I. The roster battles, we're we're gonna see those play out over the uh over the course of the preseason. Um you know, I I, I don't know who I'm not gonna speak for you, but I, I'm I think we're on the same page and we want to see Kyrie Elam uh starting at C B two. Um and uh I mean is there is there really a battle at middle linebacker now with the news that we have? Is there really a yeah, battle? Yeah. So yeah. So what is the uh, if you could shed some light on Bernard's injury, a hamstring injury, correct? I mean, what is yep. the prognosis? Did they give a timeline? Is anything been discussed I have, yet? No, I have not reached out. I'm I'm going to reach out to the thigh doctor. Shout out to him uh, at side doctor uh, on Twitter. If you want to hit him up, um, I got to I'm going to reach out to him and find out like what the time what he thinks the timeline will be, uh, but. You know, the two guys that were in the running for that were um, the two guys that were in the running for that were Bernard and uh, Dodson. Uh, so it looks like Dodson's going to get it by default at this point. I would love to see Spectre get some more uh, opportunity. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think if he, I think if he can come out and not just make the the right not not just make the not just make the normal plays like if he can get a couple of splash plays over this preseason i think he can take that job uh another guy i'd like to see get an opportunity man is this kid dorian williams he's so fast bro he's so fast arm length 81 uh, like wingspan of 80 inches bro he doesn't miss tackles you look at his numbers from his last season at tulane the man is I, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be excellent. So but but what are you looking forward to seeing tomorrow? I think uh you alluded to it with the big three. I mean, I'm talking about our draft picks, right? Dalton Kincaid, just to get that first look. You know, just the excitement, right? We're not expecting huge things, but just to see them on the field. Uh also to see uh Osiris Torrance see just see him in action a little bit tomorrow. And like you said, Dory Williams. I mean, I, I'm very excited to see him in in the game flow. I mean there, there's some there are some other players, I, you know, tomorrow I'm kind of interested to see if Shane Ray does anything tomorrow, someone like that. I know he's a very long I, I, shot on this I, I, roster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's guys like that that I'm interested in. And that's what really tomorrow to me is about, right? And also, Whittle, this is something that you and I have spoke about quite a bit, the backup quarterback situation. Now, we, uh, I really want to see one of these two, you know, Kyle Allen or Matt Barkley, you know, step up and show show us something tomorrow that gives us at least a little bit of uh, of confidence that maybe they could at least be adequate, you know, in running this offense. So right. that to me is something that 
I mean, we are not seeing Josh Allen tomorrow. Has that been confirmed or not? That's one. That is confirmed. Josh and Steph will be in a baseball cap tomorrow. Okay. No pads in the jersey. Good. That's a relief for us. So I think that's one of the biggest things I'm looking for. And again, we know it's just preseason, but we just, we want to see a flow to the offense, right? You want to see, you know, them at least, you know, getting, getting, and getting some of the rookies, you know, like Kincaid and getting like a guy like Justin Shorter, get get them some good reps, get them some confidence as they, they get their feet wet in the NFL. And then of course, Spencer Brown, if Spencer Spencer Brown is playing a little bit tomorrow, I'm just curious to see how he looks a little bit because He's been a major discussion for us all offseason, especially you know, being right tackle. Such a very – we have to be honest. It is a questionable part of this team right at this moment. Absolutely. Uh, he's going to have his hands full, man. He's going to have his hands full. If they line up Quiddy Pay on that side, he's going to have to deal with him. And if it's not Quiddy Pay, it's going to be uh, Adam Aware. And that's, again, you know, six foot three. 200, six foot two, six, three. I think it's like six, two, six, two, six, three, something like that. 280 pounds. Mm-hmm. And the man ran a sub four, five, 40. Wow. <laughs> That's a, how do you move that fast and be that big? That's scary to me. That's scary it is. to me. Because when he learns, when he learns his footwork and he learns how to turn speed to power, he's going to be unguardable. Unguard, he's gonna be unblockable, man. Like, he's gonna be unblockable. I, I, this, I could go on and on about. I don't want to keep talking about the Colts, man. Because I, no, it's okay. Took so many players. We're playing tomorrow, so yeah, bro. They took so many players I wanted on the Buffalo Bills, man. It was disgusting, man. What I, when we when we were going over it earlier, uh, it I, I could just I remember our conversations and all those players. Oh man, it just brought back those memories. And that's why yeah. guys like Justin Shorter are so important because we passed on some of these players that we really could have utilized for us. So, yeah, pass on Evan Hall for sure. Evan Hall for sure. Um, and uh, so, you know, a couple of notes like from training camp. You know, I, I do want to talk about a couple of things. Um, mm-hmm. We 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 will see some James Cook tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Uh, I, I'm. Not sure if we see any of uh, um, Damian Harris. You know, he's been dealing with some some sort of injury that's you know kind of keeping him out. Uh, but speaking of injuries, we had two scares uh, from the same practice. Actually, Stephon Diggs and Leonard Floyd went down with injuries uh, in practice uh, earlier this week. Uh, both are fine. Um, you know, Diggs did not return to practice. But he did come back out of the train, you know, away from the trainers. But he didn't come back to, you know, actual practice because it was the last practice. There's no point, you know, if you if you get a scare, you might as well just keep keep your big guns out. And um, you know, I was listening to uh Joe Marino's um, you know, locked on Bills uh pod, mm-hmm. and he was talking about some of the big winners. And uh he didn't mention Stefan Diggs, but as a big winner, but he did mention Stefan Diggs and said he looks like a man on a mission. Like he looks amazing. He's catching everything. And I, bro, I think, I, I really think that they're, um, I think they're on a mission, man. Like Josh and Steph might be on a mission to kind of shut, shut the mouth of the, of the haters. And I don't want to say the haters, but shut the mouth of the people that, that doubted them. That, that's been doubting the bills and, and things like that. Like, I don't know if you're aware of this, Brian, but the national media questions whether or not we're going to make the playoffs. No, oh, it's, yes. it's, it's almost like the new pandemic of the uh, NFL, uh, the, <laughs> the NFL Twitter media or uh, mainstream media around the country. Right. It seems that yeah. it's, it's almost like a herd mentality, right? What'll it, and we saw a little bit of this last year with Kansas city, not quite to the pitch. We're seeing it now. Right. Remember how some a lot of you know, Bart Scott said they're going to Kansas City was going to miss the playoffs, and and you know just like our just like our buddy Pierre from uh, Buffalo Fanatics says, remember who we have, right? And we have Josh Allen, we have Stephon Diggs, and you know Stephon Diggs just to get back to what he said, he was a big winner this camp. You know why? Nothing else accelerated from all the offseason quote drama that we had, right? Like he didn't go to the mic, he didn't he didn't nothing was said. You know he he handled it with work on the field. 
let's give him some credit for that, right? No matter what's going on, it never has festered into anything further. And sometimes we've seen in the past when things like this crop up, sometimes it, it does do that and it has not happened at all. So I think that's a very important development for this camp that I'm and, happy and, to and he's, say. And he's here, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like he's sitting at home waiting for a $30 million contract refusing yes. to show up and already has racked up a million dollars worth of fines for not showing up. <laughs> Chris Jones, <laughs> Kansas City, <laughs> you know, but hey, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I, I like, I like the roster we have, man. I like some of, like, we have a lot of uh, areas on the team, like defensive line, defensive end, uh, corner, um, wide receiver. Like we have a lot of areas where it's difficult to make this team. Even at even at running back, I'm sure we'll see Jordan Mims tomorrow. I, I yes. hope we see Jordan Mims tomorrow. Kid out of Fresno yeah. State. I love listen. He that Shrine Bowl, man. Oh mm -hmm. he was he was he was amazing. He was amazing in the Shrine Bowl. I can't I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him get get, get an opportunity to run the football. Um, but we have other guys that wide receiver, like these guys are are um are showing out uh kid shavers and and Batman are, are, are out there. Like these guys are making plays. Keyshawn Johnson, not related to the guy who used yeah. to play in the NFL, the Hall of Fame wide receiver that yep. should never talk sports uh on television <laughs> at all. He's got some of the worst takes ever. Um, certified listen I loved Keyshawn as a player even though he played for yes. the Jets he was a dog but oh, yeah. good God man I listening to this man yeah. on TV whatever um we love you Keyshawn man I would love for you to come on here one time and yell at me but um make it happen you know we, we got we we guys are guys are playing for spots on this practice squad you know and there are a couple of spots available uh on the roster a few like i mean we're talking two three spots you know and uh you know this is an opportunity of a lifetime for for these kids man some of these kids and somebody mm -hmm. you, you mentioned a guy like shane ray like this might be his last chance to you know kind of mm -hmm. make good on the talent that he was given uh he was born yep. with and he kind of squandered it and you know speaking of squandering the talent you know i'll just throw this out there real quick um henry ruggs the fourth was sentenced this week. He got three to mm -hmm. he got three to ten years, I think, for vehicular yeah. homicide. Um, mm -hmm. He was a he was a start. He was a wide receiver. For for those who don't know, Henry Ruggs was a uh, starting wide receiver for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and you know he got drunk, got in his car, driving one sixty, and mm -hmm. hit somebody and killed them. And um, you know he was a promising, promising wide receiver uh, that came out of Alabama. So, um, you know it's an unfortunate situation. It, it, it just, it's just, and and you know we have kids that we have guys that are in this locker room that are going to be taking the field tomorrow in their in their twenties and you know in their early twenties and and you know these guys are they can they're going to get an opportunity to make a very very good football team. So. Um, Absolutely, I, I am and, and, and you know what else, Whittle? Even a guy like Shane Ray, it's not even just about the Bills. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, if he balls out, and if we just have a spot for him, maybe he goes somewhere else. Maybe there's a trade that could happen. Or you, you've hinted at maybe Epineza. Maybe he's a guy that we could consider moving if, if some. So you know, if a guy like Shane Ray shows enough, right, or or, or other players, it, it could force uh, the Bills and Brandon Bean to consider getting another fifth round pick for a player, maybe getting another fourth round pick for another player. So that's, yeah. a, that, that's the excitement of the preseason to me. And like mm -hmm. you said, I love the stories. I, I love, you know, guys like, like Jordan Mims and, and, and Andy Isabella, right? Like these, yep. these guys are, are chasing the dream and it, 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 these guys are really, really great football players. We have to remember how hard it is to make any profession, right? Even just to get a cup of coffee. So it's going to be a very exciting day at the stadium tomorrow. I I don't I haven't seen the weather report. Not that that matters in August, but you know as long as it's not a monsoon, it should be nice. And, but just no, let's hope for no injuries and we get some clarity in certain positions tomorrow. That's right. Give me a score prediction, man. Let's go. 
Well, I'm going to say the Colts win. I'm, I hate to be like this, but it is preseason. I'm, I just think Anthony Richardson's really going to be motivated tomorrow. I say that they win 27-24. I, I think the Colts find a way to get it done. I, I, I'm going to agree with you, man. I think the Colts do win tomorrow. Um, I think it's – I don't know if we score as much. Um but I, I have it. I have the Colts. I have the Colts winning uh, 31 20. Um, I do think we'll get touchdowns because we, we just have a really talented roster. So I think there'll be an opportunity for a guy like James Cook to break a big one, a guy like mm-hmm. Khalil Shakir to break a big one because they have those reps. Deontay Hardy, you know, these guys have those reps. Maybe even Dalton Kincaid finds his way into the end zone. Um, but, you know, some of these guys have. Have they're not they're not stapled names or uh, household names yet, but you know these are really good football players on a really good football team. So um, we'll score some points, but I just think the way that that kid is, I think that kid's amazing, man. Anthony Richardson, mm-hmm. I think he's just going to make some plays going to going up against that second team uh, defense. Um, who do you think starts uh, before we close? Like before we close out. Who do you think starts at corner? I Gosh. think it's going to be I think it's going to be Dane Jackson. I I just there's something that, that tells me they're either just looking to see what they really got in him for or I I just it's just something I I really think they're taking a long long hard look at in the practice for a reason. So I think he gets to start tomorrow. So you think we get Dane and Kyrie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And All as right, far well, as what you said about the slot, I'm interested to see that. It's like a three or four headed monster. You know, that we that may be what we end up having. We may have Hardy and Sherfield and Kincaid make up our slot, right? So I'm interested to see how that plays out. All right. Well, uh we're we're coming to the to the end of the uh episode. Um thank you everybody who tuned in. Uh once again we want to thank Megan Megan Hall for coming through and uh Thank you know, you. blessing us for our presence and her and her energy and her um and her uh experience and her intellect on on the subjects that we talked about. Uh she was excellent. Um and uh yeah, like coast to coast, man. We we're here uh every Wednesday, nine to ten Eastern Standard Time, uh six to seven uh PM Pacific Standard Time, which is where my man Brian is at. Um you know, if you want to follow us, you know, at Beyond716 on Twitter. And uh, I'm at Little2K on Twitter. Uh, tap in with us, man. If you like the content, uh, hit like, hit, hit subscribe. That's going to help us out. We're trying to generate a buzz here. Um, and if you haven't, if you've been paying attention to our previous episodes, um, you can see that ugly duck in the, uh, in the uh, corner of the top corner of the show. But we have our own logo now, ladies and gentlemen. So um, I'm excited about that. Uh, shout out to my, my my guy Anthony who took care of that. Um, yes, thank you. And uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not Anthony. Jesus, uh, Abraham. 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 I don't want to. I'm not going to butcher his name. So let me <laughs> let me let me. I don't want to mess it up, man. I I told him I was going to give him a shout Sorry, out. Abraham. <laughs> of my word, where is it? We pull it out. Pull it out. Pull it out. There is a, I'm sorry, Abraham Wilson, Abraham Wilson. He has a, uh, he has a, a, a company that takes care of all of this stuff, man. And they are excellent. Excellent. Yep. Did uh, a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah. Blue far real B L U. Yeah. B L U space F O R R E S T L L C. Um, we're going to be doing some other work with him. Um, you know, in the future, uh, when when this when this thing gets rolling a little bit more, but um, yeah, man, uh, Brian, you got any final thoughts for the people? Uh, next week, next week, uh, who are we bringing on next week, Whittle? Uh, actually, yeah, we, yeah, we're bringing the four horsemen, man. Well, I mean, we're bringing the other three. I am an original member of the. Yes, four you are. <laughs> Bills Mafia. We're bringing the mayor of Bills Mafia. Uh, Lee Sean Jermaine, we are going to bring uh, we're going to bring uh, my, my, my boy Kendall and my boy Brad in here. Uh, those are the other members, man. We we all we all met through Twitter 
and uh, essentially formed a brotherhood, man. We went out to Miami, see the game. Um, you know, we we have each other's phone numbers. We, 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 we reach out. We take care of each other, man. And, um, you know, I'm excited to get those guys on here. They're going to be the first Bills. They're going to be the first Bills on this show besides us. So that is, uh, I think that's the proper way to do it. Uh, they encouraged me to get, they encouraged me to get this started. And, um, you know, Brian jumped on. I, our chemistry was there from, from spaces. So, you know, we rolling with it. And uh, we appreciate the people for, we appreciate you guys for, for uh, tapping in with us, man. So um, with that being said, man, um, yeah. Can't, any any can't final? Wait next, yep. Can't wait till next week. I mean, you know, just to, just to have, there's no better way I would start our coast to coast podcast from a Bills fan point of view than with the four horsemen. I can't think of anything better. So I'm very, very excited for that. Until next week, go Bills. Until next week, man, go Bills. I mean, I'll be back. It's like the morning time.